Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Friday, March 11th, 2022 edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving the area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side. Happy to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon in the Eastern Panhandle. A lot of things going on today. Why well, I got an echo? I don't know. I don't have, I don't have I don't an echo. Have, you don't have an echo? No. Mm-mm. I don't know why I'm hearing an echo. It's in your head. I guess it is in my head. Is the voices my... are getting to you. It is getting to me. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix here today. Uh, we got a bunch to talk about today. Uh, baseball's back. We'll get to, into that later in the show today. But as you can see, Colin's wearing his Orioles polo. I'm wearing my Nat sweatshirt and a hat. Can you see it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not on, so you can't see it, but there you now go. Now you can see yeah. it. There you go. Uh, but I've uh, got to recap girls' state tournament action from yesterday. Unfortunately, both teams from the Eastern Panhandle fell in those games. We talked a little bit about the first one yesterday um, as uh, Jefferson fell to Wheeling Park. Wheeling Park, 70-19, to 19, uh, without Justice Lee, who got injured last Friday in practice. We were we heard on the broadcast yesterday. Um, unfortunately, couldn't get anything going there, along with the other two players that were already out for the season that got hurt around that last time they played Wheeling Park. Yeah, that's a uh, tough uh, thing that you have to face when you're already facing a uh, team that overall is – most likely better than you so when you have only a limited roster yeah your backs to the wall to start things off and it just went unfortunately downhill from there uh great season still for jefferson back-to-back years going to the uh state tournament is definitely a positive but as you can see uh girls basketball still needs to grow around here Yep, and then the other one yesterday afternoon, just after we got off the show, things got going around one fifteen from the Charleston Coliseum between number two Morgantown, number seven Spring Mills. It was a close one after the first quarter, but unfortunately Morgantown kind of just steamrolled in one forty nine to twenty five over Spring Mills, ending their season as well. But both great seasons for both of these teams that represented that states, and they'll be back next year for sure. Yeah, I think for both these teams. Um this is a step in the right direction. Obviously, it's not the result you wanted in the state playoffs, but to get there and for Jefferson, that's now back-to-back years, so you're already starting to build something a little bit. And if you were healthy, you probably keep that game a lot closer and maybe even find a way to win uh, at full strength. But unfortunately, you weren't. And for Spring Mills, you know they just haven't been in that situation uh, with this group of players. So um, you know it looks like based on their roster, based on how they performed this season, that they should become a a regular in Charleston. And maybe in two to three years, they're cutting down the nets there. I mean, at least that's a possibility. you got to have the experience. That's led by freshmen to already be going to the state tournament. And hopefully uh, next time around, Kylie Dandridge's uh, name is correct. 
not only that. correct, but the whole they were using stat broadcast for yeah. it, and, and it seems like just from what I was seeing from uh, Rick Kozlowski of the Journal that he was tweeting about, it just seems like the people that were doing it had never done it before because they weren't crediting people with the right amount of points. Because he said something on Twitter about how it said Dandridge had like two points, and then like finally, like an hour after the game, it had corrected to ten points, which she led the way for the Lady Cardinals there. Um, but you know, obviously, you want that, and then I believe uh, Bull Duke, they had her name wrong on on the broadcast yesterday as well. So yeah. So unfortunately for that, but I mean, both teams making it to the state tournament, and they'll definitely be back next year. I know. Uh, for Spring Mills, that we you know we've covered them recently. We've been to their game. We've had their game. So they've got a lot of youth on their team. Uh, Jefferson head coach Damon Smith is building that program in the right direction. Uh, I, I really think the if you if you're you know a Jefferson fan in general, you have to be happy with with the way your athletic programs are right now. Yeah, and baseball season's right around the corner. That's a really strong program at Jefferson as well. They got the dynasty there with Lowry leading the way coaching-wise for the past, I don't know how many decades, but they're a good team, and I expect them to be again this season. Yeah, and their first game next Friday at Highland View, or at home against Highland View, 4.30 p.m. there at Sager Field. We won't have that game for you. Unfortunately, we'll have a, lot, a, a few Jefferson games this season. Uh, we'll have the uh, their second game of the year on the 21st against Martinsburg at Sager Field. Breaking down a little bit of uh, teasing everybody with the schedule here. We'll post the schedule uh, online at least the first few weeks of the schedule on our Facebook pages and uh, on, on the Sports Mix Twitter page as well when we uh, finalize every, when we nail down every single detail on it. But uh, looking at some basketball here in the Mountain State, obviously today the, the semifinal Friday for Girls State. Part, or, uh, let me get back to the right bracket. I was down all the way down to 2A. Uh, back to Quad A, so it'll be Huntington versus Cabell Midland at 9 p.m. tonight. It's a rematch from the state championship for Quad A last year. And then at 5.30 p.m., uh, number two, Morgantown, I guess, number three, Wheeling Park for a right in the state championship, which will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. So lot going on in that but uh shout out again to spring mills and jefferson girls basketball programs for making it to stage representing the epac and uh hopefully changing the tide on the epac when it comes to girls basketball uh as jefferson's made it back-to-back years and spring mills under coach goss continues to uh you know have a reputation of making it to charleston i guess we'll just have to wait and see We'll have to wait and see as uh, the tweets, uh, as Lady Cardinals account tweeted yesterday, see you all in November. So they'll be back ready to go next year. Uh, But that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk college hoops action. Shepard women's hoops in the Atlantic Regional this evening. WVU basketball fell in the Big 12 quarterfinal yesterday, but their season may not be over with yet. Uh, We'll talk about that and some other uh, stuff around college basketball here as Champ Week continues. You're tuned into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Are you a local business here in the Eastern Panhandle trying to expand your customer base? Well, you've come to the right place because us here at Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 have many options for you. Our two daily shows garner two different audiences. From 8 to 10 a.m., it's the Eastern Panhandle Talk with Rob Mario. And from 12 to 1, it's the Sports Mix with Spencer, Nick, and Colin. In the evenings, we'll cover Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference sports as well as Shepherd sports. And on the weekends, we cover local events as well. Call us at 304-263-6586 to learn more about how our advertising packages can make your businesses boom. And tell them Spencer sent you. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. Erie Insurance says Here's to the grown-ups who move, mortgage, mow, and still bust a move. But does your home insurance still fit? Erie helps you protect the home you've grown into, all at fair prices that are often less than the other guys. So how do you find the right coverage? Magic. Nope. Local independent agents who get to know you like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. Erie Insurance. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this March 11th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV 10 on Comcast Channel 10 in Berkeley and Jefferson County, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Also streaming live on WRNR underscore Sports Mix on Twitter. Spencer Dupuynik, Rosalini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side. Happy to have you with us here as getting to this college basketball segment here on today's edition of the Sports Mix. And uh, we'll start really locally tonight today as uh, tonight in the Atlantic Regional uh, Shepherd women in action trying to go for what would be their 25th win of the season and most ever in school history tonight against Gannon at 7.30 p.m. that's at Glenville State College as they host the regional there uh, it uh, should be a good one tonight Avery you're the resident Shepherd I guess Shepherd student soon to be alum Sure. Yes. So, uh, what's your take on this ball game as somebody that's followed the sh- the Lady Rams for a few years? I I really hope it's going to be a good game. Um, you know, the Rams, of course, they ended the the PSAC tournament in disappointing fashion, losing to Cal PA. Um, and this Gannon team has a lot of postseason experience. They've won the last two PSAC tournaments, so this is going to be a really tough test for Shepard. I think 
like we've talked about a lot on this show, they, they're going to need a lot from the big three, Marley McLaughlin, Sidney Clayton, and of course, Abby Beeman. But they're also going to need a lot from their bench. I mean, this is the postseason. This is when you're going to have to have players step up and step up in, in playing big moments. And, um, you know, as we saw in last game, you can't rely so much on the big three that nobody else contributes. So they're going to have to get some more production from their bench, from their other starters, and uh, hopefully they can pull off a win against another PSAC opponent. And they played Gannon on December 3rd, back on December 3rd, and they got the victory 63-59, to a very close ball game there, a game in which Shepard was leading uh, – Looks like by five at half, put in a 20-point third quarter, but gave up 19. And then uh, they kind of let Gannon back into it towards the end. And uh, only they gave up 16 points in the fourth, only scoring 14. So that's why it was a four-point ball game there. Uh, but Shepard, 3-0 and against Gannon, uh, starting back in – it was a non-conference game, two games in 2015 and 2016, home and away there. Uh, Shepard got a 10-point win in Shepherdstown, 11-25 of 2015, uh, and then 11-16 of 2016 away in Erie. They got a 66-53 victory and then the one back this season. Uh, but obviously, you said what you mentioned there, you're going to need a lot from the big three or more than more than just from the big three Um and in that game, this last this this regular season, Marlon McLaughlin threw in twenty, Sidney Clayton threw in nineteen, Megan Shipley threw in eight points, which she either it seems like she either scores five to eight points or doesn't really score at all. So when you get her involved, it tends to be a good game for Shepard. Abby Beeman had a down game with eight points, and then you got two from Myers and three from minor and three from white so you're going to need a little bit scoring like that but probably beaming into the teens or the 20s yeah well yeah i mean you're going to need abby beaman not only to score but you're also going to need her to assist a lot to to pass the ball distribute the ball around to her teammates because that's when she's at her best right she's the best passer in division two in the whole country she was one shy of 10 yeah so you know you're going to need her to distribute the ball really well and it's not just going to be distributing to McLaughlin and and Clayton. You know, Shipley when she's when she's been able to score, when she's been able to get some looks, has been a nice little complimentary threat to the big three. And as you mentioned, there are some other players too that can contribute that have had nice games off the bench. Maddie White, Hannah Myers, uh, Mackenzie Freeze are just some of the names that come off the top of my head right now. So all those players have potential to kind of show up and provide a little energy off the bench, but we just haven't seen it consistently enough to make me think that, you know, this Shepard team is going to have a long run in the tournament here. And they've had time off here now after being knocked out of the PSAC tournament, and we've seen that long breaks didn't really help Shepard this year. It more or less hurt them because they would come out flat, and you can't really do this against Gannon. Gannon is a tough team whenever uh, Shepard beat him earlier this year they were I think seventh in the nation for Gannon obviously these two teams are playing differently now here towards the end of the year so it will be a uh, great game I think tonight I'll try to stay tuned and hoping for Shepard win it'd be awesome to say we got to experience this season uh, as well as them getting to say that they were the ones to break the record yeah, I agree. I think it would be really exciting to to see that happen this year. Of course, my senior year at Shepherd, that would be a cool thing to 
to remember about that too. Um, but again, just going back to the point you made, Colin, about how they've already played this year and how they already beat them. We look back at the Cal PA game uh, earlier this season. Shepard beat Cal PA at the Butcher Center, and then they rematch again in the PSAC tournament, and it's a different story. Cal PA dominates. So I feel like Shepard cannot, you know, they, they can't, they have to make sure that this game is kind of a singular game by itself. Yes, you beat this team earlier in the season, but we saw Shepard do this, you know, uh, last week where they played a team earlier in the year that they beat and they couldn't get it done again the second time. So they have to kind of put that game behind them, focus on this game now, and hopefully they can they can pull out a win. And Nick over there making a bracket for the Atlantic region and all of Division II women's yes, basketball. Yes, make sure that it's looking good. Games have tipped off here at noon. That's what I was about yeah. to say, but you pulled that up, so I, got, I wanted to mention that. I got the Rams winning against Gannon. So there you go. All right. But I don't know how they'll do against Glenville. I think they'll probably lose that game. But – Again, it's March. Anything can happen, and I think this Shepard team, while it hasn't been playing its best basketball recently, it seems like, I, I think they're the type of team that could really just turn it around quickly. Cuts town. Down to Charleston, 23-12, to with 7-17 left in the second quarter. I got the Golden Bears facing off against Glenville in the Atlantic Championship. Well, no. Nick, I don't know. you got a little bit of time, it's though. It's trouble now. It's only the second quarter. Yeah. You can make the comeback, but I just checked there As for you. As you said, it's March. It, it is March. March. You Anything never can happen. Charleston's the team that just upset Glenville, right? Yes, they yeah. did. Glenville was undefeated yeah. previously before that game. And pretty far and away the best team in, in the country. Twenty-one, twenty-nine and one now. Yep. Cinderella story is what. And Charleston, makes March. I think Spencer, if you could check, I think Charleston is only two or three games above five hundred on the season. I think they're like seventeen and fourteen on the year. Wow. I might be mistaken. Charleston's but I, record, I got it right here on the bracket. Okay. There you they go. are twenty-one and eight. Oh, oh wow. you're way Whoops. off. I was way off. I don't know what I was 16 thinking. Sixteen and then. six in the conference, seven and five at home. They play great away from their home court, eleven and two. So although it's a this neutral is stuff site that you game, research Nick. This was a, a no research bracket. That man. is true. But <laughs> I was told I wasn't allowed to look up anything. By me, who just told you to research. So <laughs> although it's a neutral uh. site, but they've they obviously play at Glenville. I believe twice. I'm assuming they played it, or they played Glen, at Glenville once. Um, they probably did it for the and they championship, lost, I'd assume, as well. Yeah, they lost to Glenville November 23rd, 94-71. to 71. And then they went and played them... In the championship. Let me pull. I'm going down. Uh, they lost that game, the regular season game at home, 74-63. But then in the championship, they won 80-77. to 77. But that was in go. Wheeling at West Banco Arena. Ah, okay. That's the Nailers Arena, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is. I've been to a game there before. Nice. That is pretty crazy that that they were able to pull off that upset. I mean, Glenville, again, was the number one team in the country by a mile. They were so much... They were close to averaging, like, 90 points a game this year. Like, that's a huge, huge upset. Yeah. All you need is one bad night. All right, well, Nick, what's your? Uh, just want to go through your bracket with some uh, the Atlantic, the regional champions, and then what you got your final four, and then your um, champion. We'll just give the final four. I don't think too many people would know most of the teams or care about anybody outside of Shepherd. So I got uh, Glenville State. Well, don't don't tell people where, where you got Shepherd because you don't have Shepherd uh, going anymore. I, I, I got him losing to Glenville he already in the did. second round. Um, but I got Glenville State, Chestnut Hill, Chestnut Union. Hill. 
and Grand Valley State in the Final Four, and then I'm going to take Grand Valley State to uh, win it all. There you go, Grand Valley State to win it all. You, you heard, heard it here it. first. If Over Glenville. If it's wrong, then yeah. Uh, but right now, Charleston. If it's right, he gets nothing. Yeah, Charleston has a 27 to 14 lead it's over. Early. Uh, cuts town with a four or a uh, five thirty-five left in the second quarter. Uh, but now let's move on here. Hopefully, we're talking some Shepherd basketball on Monday, maybe with head coach Jenna Eckleberry, depending on where they are at that point. Uh, but now let's move over to some college or some Division One college hoops in the Mountain State. West Virginia in action yesterday in the quarterfinal round of the Big Twelve tournament against number one Kansas. And uh, not a good game in the first half. Uh, Forty-one to nineteen, Kansas was on top. Not a good game time. in either halves, really. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were more competitive in the second half. Forty-four points yeah, put up on Kansas's the board. Backups were in, and then yeah, but they lost eighty-seven to sixty-three. Uh, I told everybody this morning on the sports report that uh, they finished the season with a sixteen and eighteen record. But uh, they have said if they if they do get offered an invite from the NIT or the CI whatever it is CBI CBI they would take it. So their season is not officially over yet. What are your thoughts on everything that happened yesterday between the technical well, the ejections and everything, Colin? Yesterday didn't get to watch because we were busy yeah. uh, getting ready for a high school baseball season. But when Which I was tuned in, here, teaser here: if you like high school baseball, you like watching it from us. Uh, you're going to see a lot of good stuff this year compared to what you've seen in the past. A lot of upgrades coming. Wait till next Friday to find out. All righty. Back to the Mountaineers. They shot terribly in the first half. I think it was like 16%. Huggins got ejected, so you knew everything was going downhill, and that was 10 minutes into the game when it was 19-4. to four. Scoring four points in the first 10 minutes is a disaster so i don't even know why you want to go play in the nit or cbi to get embarrassed possibly by a team like marshall i mean there's just teams like whoa what marshall's not going anywhere they're not they're a team like them though that is bad that could you know what does that even you have a bad day what does that mean like the mountaineers do the Mountaineers have been embarrassed plenty of times this season, so you know losing to a team but like Marshall would be in an the honor. Big Twelve, they they lose the teams all the time. Yeah, that's very true, but it's teams in the Big Twelve that are way better than a team like Marshall would be. What, what other examples that? do you want to give me? How, how do I know that? Look at the Big 12 compared to Marshall. You've said so yourself. Well, Marshall isn't going to be playing in a postseason tournament. If they did, I mean, it would be the CIT why. like they did and won the I don't know why this just turned into a Marshall Rose. Okay. Yeah, why is this a Marshall Rose? I just needed a team to compare them to. We may I have done know, a bit. Is Maryland winning the could, tournament? Hey, I could do hey we may have done a Maryland bit earlier. Yeah, Maryland would have, been, would have been more comparable, yeah. Maybe, Hold on, we may have done a bit earlier in the college basketball season where I rose to the Mountaineers, but that doesn't give you. Yeah, the right to no, Colin. You, just, you was couldn't think of another team that would be in the NIT, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's see, that's fair. They're more roasting Marshall, saying they won't even make the NIT or CBI. Here's an yet. NIT candidate. And they're the Marshall guys. And that's NIT not a roast. That's being honest with your team. Xavier could, could be, be in the NIT. Xavier, yeah. Especially after they lost out. WVU deserves a spot in the NIT. They don't. They won. They were last in the Big Twelve. Last in the Big Twelve. They were four and fourteen against good competition. Yeah. And they got one win over UConn. That's your one good win this I don't know. I don't follow the NIT that much to know who really deserves to I mean, be in the NIT. Pitt. It's teams that barely beat Oak. Pitt is bad. March Pitt's Madness. Bad. 
lost to Marquette. Yeah, Pitt beat lost Clemson. by 20 they to Boston College. BDKU by All right, three. Well, I want to say uh, there's a funny comment that I was listening a little bit to Huggins' press conference after the game, which I didn't realize they did if a coach yeah, got ejected. You just don't do it. I didn't realize that because sometimes you don't. Some places Even baseball don't. managers do. Sometimes they don't. There are times that they don't. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they asked him about uh, what he saw from his team when he was sitting in the off or wherever he was sitting watching it. And he said, they need bigger TVs. This place needs bigger TVs. It's unacceptable for that kind of TV size to be in there. That's a good Hodgins impression. I, 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 like I just thought it was funny because he was talking. They were, the question was asked about his players and what they did in the second half. Uh, to kind of show so. them. Yeah. He was there. He was at the arena. I know, but... But I just thought it was funny the way that he was TV like, oh, you a bigger TV. We couldn't evaluate much. I just thought that was kind of funny. It is. All right, Which, well... I don't get to why they would want to go because hasn't Huggins said oh, these players aren't trying? They took a vote. You know, he's made all these excuses for why they're losing and then he wants to go to a postseason tournament. About, and he's blamed the players a lot. That is true. He has, but... So... I don't know. I, don't I know really he understand. didn't dress some of those players during senior night. I think there was one of the seven that just didn't walk out because... Wait, what? Yeah. He said before senior day that some of these guys that we're having issues with just aren't going to dress. I can't remember exactly who it has been because I haven't really been able to watch the games because we've been busy, but... You're just blaming the fact that we've been busy for you not watching your team? I mean, well, what else whenever is he, we're is doing he supposed to work, watch while yeah, he's working? Do, do you watch the to... highlights? That doesn't count as well. I don't know if there are that many highlights to watch. Really. <laughs> You're exactly, right. Also, yeah. all highlights? right, let's transition off of the Mountaineers. We'll talk about them if they do indeed go to a tournament bid or get a tournament bid to a, a lower tournament than the NCAA tournament. Uh, and we will have those games for you, I believe. I believe it's in the contract. i got to double-check. Uh, but I did get an email saying they would alert us at the at the uh, Mountaineer Sports Network of them getting into a tournament. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some tournament games yesterday. Um, the other big, another Big Twelve quarterfinal saw uh, Oklahoma upset Baylor, seventy-two sixty-seven. Don, any thoughts on that? Sorry, I was reading something else. What was the uh, Oklahoma upset Baylor? Yeah, that was a big upset. I mean, Baylor was fighting for a one seed in the tournament, and now with a loss here in what is technically the quarterfinals for the Big 12, but it's basically the first round since there's only 10 teams, that will most likely uh, knock them out of the one seed contention. I still think they're going to be a great team come March, and you'd like uh, to bet on them bracket-wise to at least go sweet 16 at the minimum i'd honestly say but you gotta question that oklahoma's a great team too maybe they'll be a dark horse but that is a big upset uh tcu i think well i was about to say that's that's kind of an upset over there it is they they're both kind of right around the same mark they're just flipped eight and ten in big 12 play this year for tcu i'm I'm liking teams that might be a cinderella like tcu like rutgers going on right now because that's all i really care about with my teams out of it hey nick check your phone i saw it <laughs> the mogul texted us and said be nice to the doctor i mean We're he all started good. all good he did i did all right well yeah so Marshall you would call sucks. that an upset 
But uh, Texas had a twenty had a forty to twenty two lead at halftime. TCU scored, you know, stormed back. Had a great defensive, and I guess uh, Texas had a bad shooting second half. They won sixty five sixty to knock Texas out of the Big Twelve tournament. Uh, Texas had twenty two, believed to probably get in still to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but not TCU's a great seed. fighting for a spot right now, and that that really helps the Horned Frogs. Yeah. Uh, what else happened yesterday? Big, a lot um, of stuff that happened. I'm going. A through. lot of things just in life happened yesterday. Uh, Villanova and beats uh, Villanova survives uh, St. John 66-65. Uh, they go to the semifinal round of the Big East tournament. Uh, Providence also going to the semifinal round with a 65-61 victory over Butler. David Wood also agrees that you guys need to be nice to me. <laughs> Whoa! You were David Wood on is a big team. I told David Wood. I, I admitted it. I started it. All right, uh, but yeah, back to that Duke game. Duke, uh, they were down forty to thirty-six at halftime, and uh, Coach K is going to survive in advance in his final ACC tournament. Hello, over there, intern. Any yeah, thoughts? You were you were trying to bring that up. So no, yeah, uh, it's probably the last meeting ever between two of the greatest coaches of all time, Coach yeah. K and Jim Beheim. So it's true. Um, yeah, no, a pretty good way to end that you know all time rivalry. I'd say uh, even without Buddy Beheim, Syracuse's best player, they Jimmy still played great yesterday. Jimmy, his brother, played really well. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they were able to put up a fight, and I don't think many people gave them a shot, especially considering they were a nine seed in the ACC tournament playing against the the top team in the conference. And it was a one point game until about two minutes left. Yeah, I mean, really, it was it was close all the way until um, Jeremy Roach hit that three yeah. with about a minute left that kind of put it out of reach. But yeah, very close, high scoring, exciting game. You know, give credit to Syracuse. That loss gave them their first losing season in fifty years. They're 16 and 17, so that's pretty remarkable consistency Dude, they make there. the tournament. They might end up playing it's WVU Syracuse, in the big CIT championship. Remember the year where everybody <laughs> was saying that they didn't deserve to be in the tournament? They got in as like a 10th seed and then made it to the Final Four? Yeah. You never know. Yes. You never but know. They won't make it, it happen. Yeah. The uh, they won't make it this Virginia year. Virginia Tech knocks off Notre Dame 87 to 80. I believe that was an upset in the tournament because yeah. I believe Notre yeah. Dame was higher ranked. Uh, Virginia Tech surviving and advancing there. It puts the uh, Irish on the bubble. Yeah, it does put the Irish That's on the true. bubble. Uh, not a lot of other big games, really. There weren't oh, many come ups. on. What are you talking about? There's there's Arizona barely beating nine That's seed true. Stanford, 84 to Oh, yeah, 80. there's your uh, there's your Miami team barely beating Boston yeah, College. Yeah, beat Boston OT. College in overtime at the buzzer. Boston with a College. Layup. Didn't Boston College tie it up at late, late yes. in the ballgame? Boston College hit a three with like 10 seconds left, and they got the ball back. They actually stole it from Miami, and they just heaved up a half-court prayer that almost went in at the buzzer at, at the end of regulation. Indiana upsets Michigan there in the Big Ten tournament second round, 74-69. Michigan had the higher seed there. Um, wasn't that – what's his face's first game back? Juwan Howard, yes. Yeah, Juwan Howard's first game back, and he loses it. And he's likely yeah, – I think they're on the bubble. His future is a little – I think they're on the bubble. Well, I, I think – I mean, you look at all the bracketology stuff, I think people are still, even with this loss – they're, they might be a lock for the tournament, which seems kind of crazy considering they're only 17 and 14. But yeah. they have wins over Purdue, Michigan State, all the top teams in the conference. So their resume is, is pretty solid. Yeah. Texas A&M's up seven against Auburn right now. I was just about to get to those. So Arizona, so number two Arizona survives Stanford 84-80 there in the Pac-12 quarterfinal. They'll head to the semis today. Ooh. 
Uh, let's look at some stuff going on right now. Um, oh, hang on. One more from yesterday. Yes. Iowa hits 15 threes, oh, which yeah. is a yeah. record for the Big Ten tournament. There you go. And it went over Northwestern. Uh, right now, just hitting halftime, uh, Illinois on top of Indiana, 33-31. Close game there. Uh, an upset right now looming brewing i guess you could say 435 left in the first texas a&m on top of number four auburn 25 to 15 uh that's really all that's going on right now some big games tonight though villanova yukon i think would probably have to be the biggest game tonight really good game that's the only two top 25 teams though that's why i'm giving it to yeah usc ucla that is a good rivalry that's a two top 25 team sir Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, 20, I stand corrected. 21 versus 13. Uh, that is tonight at 1130. Uh, it's from Vegas there on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Virginia Tech, North Carolina could be an interesting game there. Uh, I like that Rutgers, Iowa You mentioned that UConn, nice Villanova, um, Duke, Miami. They're in the ACC. TCU, Kansas. TCU, Kansas. TCU has beaten Kansas twice already this year. Yeah. No, they split. They split? All right, well, we've got to hit the break here. Selection Sunday, you can tune into that right here on Talk Radio WRNR. The Westwood One coverage for three hours from 6 to 9 p.m. We'll have a bunch of the NCAA games. Uh, We're going to have the the first four games in uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we'll start this next week on Thursday and Friday. The Sports Mix will be on TV 10 and Facebook only. And we're doing a bracket, right? And we're going to do a bracket and figure that out. Sunday night, Monday morning. Uh, we may do one with the fans. I got to figure something I'm out. Uh, Mike was telling me something about Westwood does one, so I got to figure that out. Okay. Uh, but uh, a lot going on here uh, right now, and that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and is family owned and operated and located at. 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this two-minute break, we'll uh, talk about uh, baseball. It's back. That's next. And some NFL news coming up. That's next after this two-minute break. Nat McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce six new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Nurse Practitioner Alexis Alastanos, Urgent Care, Dr. Anderson Cho, Hospitalist, Physician's Assistant Brian Daunt, Pain Management, Dr. Payam Paradi, Anesthesia, Physician's Assistant Brittany Herber, Orthopedics, and Dr. Esther Lin. Family Medicine, WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Mark your calendars because March 19th, Main Street Martinsburg is hosting our first ever St. Patrick's Day celebration. Join us from 12 to 7 in our historic downtown and enjoy live music from Gaelic Mishap, the Blackthorn Trio, Whiskey Before Breakfast, as well as professional Irish step dance performances. Our beer garden will have the best selections on tap. We'll have plenty of food trucks serving up Irish-inspired dishes. Entry is free for all, so come celebrate with us on March 19th. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. this ride out a little bit. Sun did indeed come out yesterday for the MLB and the MLBPA. They announced yesterday around 3.30 that they've reached an agreement and it became fully ratified around 7 p.m. Baseball is back. Colin was uh, around P.O. Faulkner yesterday yelling at everybody, baseball's back, baseball's back, baseball's back to anybody that would listen. Uh, So baseball is officially 99 days after the start of the lockout. It ends. They did not let it hit 100 days. Uh, Opening day scheduled for April 7th. They will still salvage a full 162-game season, which is really good. So I'm assuming they're just pushing the postseason back. Either push the postseason back or just put in doubleheaders. You can add a couple doubleheaders there. But speaking of doubleheaders, they will now be nine-inning doubleheaders. Thank God. Runners will not start on on second base in the extras. Good. A universal DH has officially been added. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. Uh, and the final big key, expanded postseason to 12 teams. This also has something to do with the owners and the PA getting mad, or the PA getting mad that the owners want to have a tank. better chance. It I, had, I think it had to do with tanking, right? I believe this well, was part of it. I don't know if that necessarily has to do anything with it, but I mean, for a long time, what was the playoffs? Eight teams at one point in baseball or something like that? It might have been at 1.8. Because you have the wild card. Or you have the four division. I'm sorry. Uh, it was ten teams, I guess. Yeah, that's how it's been. Yeah. So, so you go up to the twelve. I mean, it's still less than half the league in, in Major League Baseball, yeah. which is less than any other sport. So it's the toughest sport to get into the postseason. Um, you compared to football and basketball and hockey. So I mean, I I think an expanded postseason makes sense, but I don't think you want to expand it too much because. You know, an eight seed could easily beat a one seed in baseball, and it seems like then the regular season would be uh, kind of not really that worth it, I guess, earning the one seed besides the home field. So I think I think that's a good number. Six in each league. I think that's solid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got three division winners. You have three wild cards. I think that's, I'm okay that's with that. pretty balanced. That's similar to what, you know, the NFL and the NBA does. Also, spring training has started. Did they According change? to Jeff Passage. Good. I'm guessing they changed the wild cards now. To, is that a series now, or is it still just one game? I, yeah, I don't know I don't, how you're going to do that with be three wild cards. How are you going to do that? The round I robin. The best one, the first two teams play, and then 
I'll have to look. We'll have yeah, to del- yeah. take a deep dive into all this. Is uh, the shift? Is that rule coming in this year? Or? I don't like that rule. I don't like that either. I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Uh, what was it? I was hearing even in like football terms, which made it even sound dumber about banning the shift. Imagine in so football I don't know. having the defense be not allowed to have more people on the strong side. Yeah. Or not having like a zone defense. Yeah. You can't play zone coverage. You can only play man to man. So uh interesting tidbit here with April seventh being a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um obviously not all teams. You know, because it's it's uh, they've postponed. Yeah, those I, I already. So a bunch of teams aren't even playing on the seventh. Yeah, whenever you said opening days the seventh, I looked at the Orioles schedule immediately since that's my team, and it's April eighth would be the first game yeah. for them against Tampa Bay. So Nats will get started April seventh. I don't know. They might change the game to one of. I don't know. I don't know if they'll keep the game where yeah. it is time wise because it's opening day. Usually, it's an earlier day in the day game. But the Nationals are hosting the Mets. So most likely will be Max Scherzer's net Mets debut will be his return to Nats Park. Uh, Love to watch that. You'll also get on opening day Red Sox versus Yankees. That's a Perfect. cool thing to start the season off with. Uh, Pirates and Cardinals, Reds and Braves, Astros, Angels, Padres, D-backs, Mar- Mariners, Twins, Guardians, the former Cleveland Indians, and Royals, the Brewers and Cubs. So that's the schedule for opening day. I, they may tinker it. They may. I don't know what they're going to do. That's some good matchups, though, for But those are day. pretty good yeah. matchups for opening day. Storylines there with the Mets and Nats, uh, with Max Scherzer coming back. I would assume they honor him with a video pregame. Uh, yeah. And then you said the Orioles down in Tampa starting Friday, uh, but it's a big time. One thing I wanted to say, which I found out from one of my buddies yesterday who's a big Yankees fan, he texted me and he said it was a screenshot of a tweet. And it said, uh, in 2023, you will play less games against your divisional opponent and play at least one series against all other 29 MLB teams. As it stands, they play 19 games against their four division foes. Uh, What do you guys think about that? Real quick, because we've got to hit another break. That's interesting, right? That would mean you'd play every single team in the league at least once. Yeah, at I'm least okay one series. That. So at least, I guess, at least I, two I like or three the variety games. Of so it'd be scenes. like the NBA in, yeah. in that sense, and I, I, I think that's fine. It, it would lower a few divisional games, but I don't think that's a huge deal. It still, the majority of your season will probably still be against your division, and it'll just be less than what it was before. So I'm fine with that. I like that rule change good old espn get some different teams that. in there too that you I don't normally that see that wasn't ready for a break no i thought that was, yeah i thought that was the break no. music as well. uh, but yeah so give your sound like opinions break quick. music give I your opinion my fonts to Colin. you go ahead i, I want carlos correa to baltimore i'm talking about your thoughts on in 2023 <laughs> a schedule change to I, i'm looking at now dude opinion. for what it's worth i like it i it's, it's more uniform it's similar to the nba like nick said in the nhl yeah my um, buddy's point was he was sad that the yankees couldn't beat up on the orioles yeah Nationals. yeah yeah hey 2027 well, they play, they play interleague champs, okay? series every year anyway it's coming i know it is in a couple years the orioles are gonna be in the world series correa comes which elias drafted right. him you heard it here first. Our intern Avery Newport says a few years from now, Orioles in the World Series. We've got to hit our final break of the day, sponsored in part by happen eventually. Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. 
Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We will end the show today talking Wizards and Caps both in action tonight. Uh, you'll hear the Caps tonight, uh, 10 p.m. start, 945 pregame right here on Talk Radio WRNR. We'll wrap things up next after this two-and-a-half-minute break. In a long time Till I bumped into some of your friends This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 at Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class on March the 12th at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1 taught by NRA-certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Martinsburg Bulldog Football presents the 9th Annual Bulldog Golf Classic on Thursday, June 9th at the Crest Creek Country Club. Go to Martinsburg Bulldog Football Facebook page or martinsburgfootball.com for more information. Is it shaky? Nah, I think it's going to be the left Are you shut? Man, you got to get that thing off soon. Yeah, 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 it's you're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Friday, March 11th, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and our Prize Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, Avery Newport, who's running things on the TV 10 side, hanging out with you today. So we wrap things up here. About five or so minutes left on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Caps and Wizards both in action tonight. Uh, first, we'll talk about Caps. They're getting in. They're playing first. Excuse me. A better way to put it they're at vancouver uh they did lose to the oilers there in overtime the other day uh but 
they competed. They scored. T.J. Oshie scored with like two, like one second left. Like I don't know how that that puck went in. I don't know if you saw the highlight from that. Uh, I still have not, but yeah, what I at least saw on Twitter, it was a buzzer-beating goal to tie things up. So even though they lost, I mean, the West Coast road trip isn't over yet, but you got a point there. You had two wins to start, so five points in three games is uh, pretty good for what the Capitals have been doing as of late. Nothing. They want to talk Wizards. They do, I guess, here momentarily. Uh, So the Caps 31-18-10 in action tonight. 10 p.m., 9.45 pregame with John Walton against the Vancouver Canucks 29-23-6. Ovechkin gets it tonight. I don't, you were really close. We didn't, I don't think we got a chance to talk about it because we had a packed show the other day after the, after the other game. Uh, we had a packed show on Wednesday or Thursday because the game was Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he almost had a hat trick. He he almost had a hat trick, but the guy blocked his shot on an empty net. Or, that was two games ago. We talked about that. No, that was against Edmonton. Or no, it was. Yeah, you're right. So he almost yeah. had a hat trick that game. But Backstrom he, got his a thousandth point. Backstrom got his a thousandth point, yeah. and he they both and the other day Ovechkin and Backstrom played in their one thousandth game together. That's I believe true. was what it was. Yep. So it's a lot of milestones coming for the Capitals. They're on the upswing. Uh, my sister sent me a text yesterday. Big Caps fan, and and I wish I had. We're not really busy next week, but I don't have the extra money as. Uh, Everybody knows who, as I talked about on Monday, I purchased a car down the road from Heffley Motors, so I don't really have a lot of money right now, but she texted me and said, Caps tickets for Tuesday's game are mad cheap. Who do they play? They play the Islanders, mm-hmm. which is a good divisional matchup. That's true. But I, unfortunately, Maybe. I don't have I don't have the funds to do that. All right. But that'd be a fun thing to do. It would be. I mean, even if you sit in the nosebleeds for 20 bucks. I've done it. I mean, you know, it's not an ideal t- place to watch the Caps, but still. Uh, the Caps in action tonight. 10 p.m., 9.45 pregame. Uh, then they're off until Tuesday, that game. Uh, but now let's transition to the Wizards. They're in action tonight, West Coast as well. 10.30 tip-off against the Lakers. Uh, and then they're 10 p.m. tomorrow at Portland as well. Monday, they're at Golden State. What are you guys – What are you, since you guys are the basketball guys, what's your thoughts here? we got about a minute left. Uh, I just – it will be interesting to see Westbrook against the Wizards. Obviously, Kuzma going up against the Lakers, his return to you L.A. Mean Westbrook? I don't want to call him that now because I know he's getting offended by that and not allowing his family to come to games. So it Wait, seems what's like going on. Yeah, Lakers yeah, fans are like harassing him, harassing his family. Supposedly, well, I don't know. that's too far. But I mean, West Brick. That yeah, there's nothing really get wrong over with that, that dude. But, it's a name. But you know, I, I don't want to be too mean to Russell. He was a, seemed like a good guy when he was in D.C. But Law, a short stint in D.C. Yeah, but I mean, he helped them get to the playoffs. Yeah, because you're not a twenty nine and thirty five at the Lakers, twenty eight and thirty seven. So on paper, it's a pretty good contest, pretty evenly matched. Well, on paper, when you're looking, you're at right. The it records, is an evenly matched. But then matched you got contest. LeBron, you got Westbrook. But the Lakers are severely underperforming this year, similar to last year. I mean, okay. they're they're kind of a weird team. They've got this mismatch of like Lakers are favored by four and a half. They've got this the weird kind of like older core that's highlighted by LeBron, of course, and Westbrook, Carmelo. Uh, but then they also have some kind of exciting young guys: Taylor Horton Tucker, Malik Monk, so Austin Reeves, Mac McClung. So they're kind of a weird team. They're kind Is of in Kuzma's flux right return? now. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. There you Forgot go. That's that. a good storyline. I, I mentioned that. Tune in. 
But uh, wheels or doors? Are there many more wheels? I don't even know what this means. I'm telling you, doors. This is a Twitter thing. I was a wheels guy. Now I'm a doors guy. Now I'm really thinking it has to be doors because it's skyscrapers, dude. Skyscrapers. I, I, I have no clue what you're talking here. I have. Uh, I don't, I'm right there with. Literally simple. I'm on the same page. Are there, there are wheels, wheels or, doors? or doors? It's a simple question. Doors. I'll go doors. Doors. You just yeah. said All right. wheels. All right. Well, that does. Did I say wheels? All right. We've got to. We've got to right, go well, here. You, we've got about 20 seconds now. left. <laughs> that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, tune in tonight, 9:45 for the Caps pregame. Uh, tomorrow, Wizards, 10 p.m. at Portland, and then Sunday, 6 to 9 p.m. the selection show for the NCAA tournament for our intern Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin. Nick Frizzley, I'm Spencer Pui, saying so long. We'll be back for the Sports Mix Monday, 12.08 p.m. Tune in.